Hey guys, it's Hope here again with the Hopeful Spirit Podcast. The Alternative Wellness Series is all about sharing information on practices, modalities, and therapies that can bring benefits to your life. In each one of these episodes, I'll be having conversations with thought leaders, practitioners, and influencers as we journey through a network of holistic health. The Hopeful Spirit, and this is Courtney Hardy. Hi. Um, we are going to have a little conversation today. Yeah. Yeah, we, we briefly got to meet, uh, mostly talked online, but, um, you know. Yeah, we, we did that market on Saturday, and I've been looking for people, <laughs> looking for more people to talk to. Um, it's, it's so hard, like, going throughout life and, like, you're like that one person that goes into everybody's life and you're the spiritual person and then suddenly you're in a room full of people that know exactly what you're talking yes. about and you're like oh I don't have to like back explain anything like this is just <laughs> I know it's like a breath of fresh air I can just mention something you're like yeah and I don't have to worry about you thinking I'm insane so that's yeah nice. like yeah. how many of you guys are have been looking for your people you know the the token coin is uh find your tribe yes which i totally understand that uh community is another good way of um getting to meet people who also are going through some of the same things that we are yes um and also learn from others too because sometimes we're in a space where um we feel alone Mm -hmm. yes um and or we don't feel like we can we know the way, I guess. And I know a lot of that comes with like yes. self-discovery, but sometimes you just need to be around people. Yeah. And I do feel like a lot of people feel like they have to sit around and wait for that to happen. If that's something that you're experiencing, you can start praying or manifesting your people. Start asking for them. Um, there might be different iterations of those people throughout your life, but you can start asking for them. I've been asking and the on Saturday I was sitting here and all of a sudden I was like my people and I was like oh okay um and there was something else I was going to say about you were saying something about your people and were you saying something about purpose or like finding the way mm-hmm. you can literally ask the universe show me the way show me step by step that's something that I've been doing but you can the the point is that you don't have to wait for something to happen like You don't have to wait. Like, there is divine timing at play, but you don't have to wait for divine timing. You get to set when divine timing begins. And a lot of time, it's spirit waiting for you to say, okay, I'm ready. And there might be some things that you need to do first, but, like, they will give you something as, like, hey, we're listening. Mm -hmm. So they'll give you that. Um, So, yeah, you don't have to wait. You You can ask and you'll know when you're in the right place. You'll know it, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, 12th house visions. Yes. (laughs) What is that? So, it's part of astrology. Um, In astrology, there's the, like, natal chart wheel. The 12th house is the house ruled by Pisces. It's the house of the unseen, the spiritual. It can also be the house of, like, your undoing of isolation but mainly it is things not of this world so in my natal chart um this might be like getting into a lot of astrology for a lot of people (laughs) that's okay people like that um but my my chiron which is the wounded healer is in the 12th house so the way that that manifests is um 
my guides are saying to talk about Reiki <laughs> and how that applies to Reiki, but it also applies to my art. So Chiron being there is the wounded healer. It's the place where you are wounded, but it's also the place where you have a gift to share other to share with other people. Twelfth um, House Visions was meant to act as a like empowering thing. Like I feel unseen, I feel alone and stranded. You've got a little pop up on your. Oh, it's not gonna record at all. So, okay, well, the audio, okay. you have your video too, so. Okay, so the 12th house is about everything that's unseen. Um, so I wanted it to be a like act of empowerment for myself to say, hey, this is the 12th house and I'm illuminating it. Um, so I'm doing that with my art, but it's also something that I do with my spiritual business too. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people have no idea about who they are as souls, about the spiritual world, so I try to normalize it very much so. God, I need some water. Mm -hmm. um, I try to normalize it, and I try to illuminate it and show it. Um, so the 12th house visions is literally just a manifestation of like, let me share these visions that I have been keeping to myself all mm -hmm. my life and bring them to life in the form of creativity, in the form of words, in the form of poetry, in the form of readings, like literal readings. So yeah. it's kind of this all-encompassing, like, that I'm, I'm deciding to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm making this an act of healing instead of this wound. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. All right. Pause one second. <clears throat> oh my goodness. I know. I was doing that this morning, too. <clears throat> Usually that happens when I'm getting. <clears throat> oh, you need to say something, huh? Yeah, when the spirit <laughs> is saying something. That's great. That's what we want. Oh my goodness. I knew this would happen too. But I was like worried <laughs> about the microphones because my. It's fine. Look, we're, we're never going to be like in the perfect. My water bottle is so annoying, but like, you know what? It's going to happen, so it's fine. Yeah. All good. But <clears throat> do a lie. Okay, there we go. See. Okay. It's fixed. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> so now we're live. This is yes. Yeah, this is live on Instagram. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Hello, Instagram. Okay, this feels this feels better. Yesterday, <laughs> I was like planning, and I was like, make sure to message her because it's Mercury retrograde, and I got there's going to be some kind of malfunction. Always with me. So it always like, happens with me. <laughs> Have your phone out. Have something out. So, that's so I funny. always have backups. That's what like that's, I was so frustrated when I began this like journey with the podcast. I'm like, oh, I would lose a video or I would lose yeah. the audio, and it was like. That's so why I'm like, it's never gonna be perfect. Like, Just let it flow. Basically, <laughs> I have to do that. Yeah, yeah. I would be so stressed out. So I just don't care. Everybody that knows me knows I'm the same yeah. way. I'm just like, let's just do the, it. The energy feels right now. So it's it, <laughs> this is better. This is how it was supposed to be. Because before I was like, okay, I feel like we're not talking to anybody. <laughs> now we are. Okay. So, um, so yeah, we were talking about 12th house visions. Mm -hmm. um, my guides want me to talk about my Reiki career. Good, because I've been wanting someone to really come and talk deeply yeah. about Reiki. Yeah, cause, so for me, Reiki was like, I started out like 10 years ago, mm -hmm. and... I read a book 
by Michael Newton called The Journey of Souls, and it's talking about reincarnation and the life between lives. And up until that point, I was I was an atheist. I didn't believe anything because it never felt right. And I read that book, and I was like, this is true. Mm -hmm. So that started my whole spiritual journey as I know now. And I got into like witchcraft and energy work, and I started reading cards. Mm. Um, so for like 10 years I was doing cards and I was doing what I called soul-led readings where I wanted to speak to people's guides and see where they were on their path mm -hmm. and the obstacles that they were facing and what they needed to do to overcome them. I didn't do like love readings or anything like that. It was very important to me that I was like working almost like helping to fulfill a contract. Um, so in 2020, I got my Reiki mastership, and that's kind of what gave it substance because mm. now I can do Reiki. I'm a Reiki master, and I feel like my words are more healing now. Mm. And um, so learning Reiki and learning how to do energy work, which I'm further expanding upon now because I'm, I'm further learning, you know, not just the chakras as we know it, but who we are as souls and how we can like overcome contracts like we don't have to do anything we can we can level out of multiple lessons in a lifetime if we choose to um, a lot of people think that they have a path and there is a path but you decide the path and doing energy work and being in communion with your guides and the universe and really listening you can kind of suss events out and be like, I don't want to experience that again. I don't need to experience mm. that. I'm going to go this way. And it, it can literally change how your life goes. So the Reiki really helps to remove blockages. My guides are reminding me of like, so whenever I do sessions, I was always taught to go chakra by chakra by chakra mm -hmm. and do a full clearing. And that's the correct way to do it but if I'm working with guides in the way that I am, sometimes the guides are like, oh my God, we have someone here that mm -hmm. can help us. And they will specifically, oh my God. <laughs> I know, right? I turned all of this off. Don't come back on. <laughs> um, Somebody's trying to get our attention. <laughs> I know, I turned it all off. My, I even remembered before I turned that all off. So if we're coming from a place of I want to make sure that this person lives the happiest life possible and that they don't run into these obstacles that they don't have to. Because a lot yeah. of people, they feel like, why do I have to be poor? Why do I have to do this work? Why do I keep having these kinds of relationships? What I do with guides is they go in and they kind of have like a plan and they're like, hey, you go here, you work at like the throat and just pull the gunk out mm -hmm. and we'll be doing this. So I will be working mainly on the throat or the third eye or whatever. And then at some point, I can almost feel their excitement because I'm like, oh my God, we have a chance to mm -hmm, do this. Mm -hmm. And then they'll like direct me somewhere else. They'll have me doing things that like, I don't, I was not trained to do, but they're like, hey, yes. go here. And like, no, I feel that. It's so crazy. I'm like, you're like, what is this? What do you guys tell me? They're like, do this, do this. I'm yeah. like, okay, I do this. The last person that I worked on, um, basically, which is very strange, but their soul, I don't know if I should talk about it or not, 
but I've had guides help me fix their my client's energy like their energy won't be properly tethered into their body so they're having me retether oh, their soul yeah. their energy body like something about them is like rejecting the earth so like they had me like tether them to the earth or like um i had another client his whole system was like it felt like calcified because mm. he had been doing this for multiple lifetimes and just wasn't getting it so like the energy patterns his energy was so stuck it felt like for the first three sessions i was just trying to get energy moving yeah it. i was just trying to get it i feel like i have to do that almost with unless somebody's already doing this kind of work i feel like yeah. i have to do that with almost every person yeah like breathe life back yeah. into them because they're just rock solid yes and it's so strange and also pretty cool to be able to feel all those differences in people mm. like what's going on and then also, you know, to work with students, I have a student, um, you can tell when there are people that are like meant to be doing this kind of work, yes. their energy is very different. And I get to feel all different types of auras and like, we talk about aura colors and there's a lot more colors and variances to auras than we think because like realistically, the human eye, we only see like this much of the, the Right. Light wavelength spectrum. Right, right. Um, so some people's auras that I've tuned into, I can't see their aura. And spirit's like, okay, well, like, it's kind of like this, but you don't know because you can't see the color. Yeah. It's something else. And, like, they're from another place where you do see the color. It was very interesting. Like, we talk about impacts on Earth, and then, like, this one client is... Um, the best way I could put it was like a telepathic empath. So like their mental and emotional layer of their aura would take on the thoughts of other people. Mm. Similar to how an empath takes on the feelings yeah. of other people, but it was on the mental and emotional layer. And so their, their aura was like gaseous, like mm. vapor, very weird. Very interesting. When I say weird, I mean that in the best possible yeah. way. Like, just very interesting. Well, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Since you kind of do the same thing I do. So, um, lately. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about lately. Okay. Like, most recent people mm-hmm. that you've seen. or And it doesn't even have to be people that you're, like, dealing with. Yes. Like, on a, in a session basis. Mm-hmm. But, like, people around you. Mm-hmm. What? Tell me what you feel is happening right now. Well... The, the main energy that I get right now is, like, on a personal level, it's a, it has a lot to do with, like, we're sharing energy. There's not a lot of, like, physical money being exchanged. It's, like, people coming together, lots of purging. Mm. And one thing that I did pick up on and my dad picked on, up on, too, is that Mother Mary's energy is very present on Earth right now. Like... I see Mother Mary as an Ascended Master. She's part of um, the Earth Council. So she's the Earth Council. I don't know. Do you know the Earth Council? I, I do, but you might want to. So the Earth Council is a group of Ascended Souls. I believe there's nine like main leader people, but there's a bunch of other people, kind of like ambassadors and social workers that work on Earth. They are kind of like spirit government I guess that's like the best earthly terms I can use but 
Mother Mary, as we know her on Earth, is an Ascended Master, and right now her energy is very present. Now, other than that, what I've noticed is people are purging a lot, and a lot of people who, you know, quotations are more masculine energy, they are in a, like, quieter space, mm -hmm. and they are in a space of being asked to receive, and then there's people like me that are more yin, more feminine energy that I'm very naturally receptive. We're being asked to step up and moving into these more like, okay, go out into the world. So like people like my dad, my best friend, these are, these are people that typically have been very like present in the physical world. They are very tired and they're mm -hmm. tired for a reason. They're being asked to step back. Um, and then there's this other workforce of people coming out and they're doing their work right now. That's the thing that I've noticed. What have you noticed? Um, a lot of uh, people who are in like a lower vibration, like people who generally um, are have addictive personalities, okay. depressive natures, uh, mental health issues. Okay. I've noticed that those people are being tested. Right now, they're they're um, they're a lot of them are getting sucked up in those um, really negative frequencies, ne negative and chaotic. Yeah, um, they don't know how to handle it. Yeah. Like it's it's because I think honestly, like a lot of those people are naturally uh, in this doing this kind of work. Yes. They just don't know how to handle it. Yes, um, they hear things, they feel things, they see things, mm -hmm. but they don't. Um, they just don't know and that's why like this this kind of thing that we're doing is yes. great for people to see because you might think that you're uh, you know in the modern um, healthcare system you that you know we're labeled um, with all these different things mm -hmm. that are wrong with us um, but I, I really feel like a lot of them are feeling, hearing, seeing um, all these things and it just yes. makes them feel like something's wrong, like you're yes. crazy. Like, um, and so they don't have a place to turn to and that's why like building community, yes. like you're talking about, yes. this building this community is really important yeah. um, so they can kind of be around people and feel comfortable yeah. in that safe space to share those things and yes. grow and learn from those things. Absolutely. Um, it's interesting that you say that because, so I'm very much of a mind, body, spirit approach to help. Like I totally think that the, the body and the mind, all of that, mm. it's, it's intrinsic to us. Mm -hmm. I think the issue though, is that because there is so much stigma around spirituality and the energy body that we are, we feel limited in what we can do yes. for other people and in telling someone, okay, I know you have like a valid disorder, but you staying here only within the mind realm almost keeps you stuck. Mm. And if we don't empower people and let them know like, hey, you're not like crazy. Like you have something going on here. And if you knew how to harness this ability, like basically I had a, a recent encounter with somebody and I wanted to help them. Um, but I was very aware that they were getting sucked into just feeling like they're broken. Mm -hmm. um, and I couldn't do anything else other than say, like, okay, well, but I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of, it's, it, could be, it can be seen as, like, a victim um, mindset. Yeah. Uh, it can look like, 
like you, you said earlier, um, why does the world doing this to me? Why don't why am I always poor? Yes. Um, yes. It, it looks like patterns and habits yes. and cycles. And, yes. um, and I've been that way too. Like I've had people come into session. I'm like, I, I can't do anything with you because yes. you're literally blocking anything. Yes. Because I think people get too set on the black and white, like, well, I have this disorder, so I must do this. And it's like, you can have this disorder and also like ebb and flow away from it because you are not that disorder yeah. at the same time. And if you were to kind of trust yourself more and almost stop listening mm. to the things that people are telling you, like, honey, you're sick, you know, this, yeah. this. Or go you, looking for it. Yeah. They'll go looking for it. No, oh, I keep going to the doctor. I keep doing this. Mm -hmm. but and they you can't find it because that's not where the answer no. is. Um, we're very limited with our knowledge of psychology and with the medications that we have. And to an extent with our energy work too. So that's kind of why we need to use all of it. Yeah. But if you can utilize spirit and ask like, okay, what's actually going on with this person? And for me something I've struggled with is I don't ever want to spiritually bypass but I will specifically get like this person is dealing with this and if they were to do X mm -hmm. they would be able to step up in a way out of like disability or mm -hmm. you know a lot of these issues that they're going through is actually of a spiritual nature mm -hmm. but it's getting labeled as psychosis um, I myself have personally experienced um, getting so bogged up with energy that it manifests as what would be called psychosis mm -hmm. but it's not helped by medication so it's not psychosis right so by pulling that energy out and learning how to work with my own energy it goes away it's, yeah. it's because i'm not like i'm not psychotic i'm not experiencing but two undiscerning eyes when you look at it it's gonna look like psychosis i feel like it's like modern day like hysteria like yeah. being labeled as like, well, you're just hysterical. And it's like, no, like you actually have, you have gifts and you've been born into a family that is not taking care of your basic needs and you don't have resources and <clears throat> you've got someone that's trying to like lift you up and everyone else around you is not going to give you the answer that you need and spirit is giving you an answer. And sometimes you have to listen to spirit and like let them leads you out um it's it can be very frustrating i mean how yeah. how do you deal with that um well i and most currently um mm -hmm. having a big shift career wise yeah. and um i have like these cycles of action and i have these cycles of rest mm -hmm. um i'm very i have to be very mindful and this took me a long time to yeah. realize like this is the amount of energy that I'm going to put out because yeah. of the work that we do. I'm also a massage therapist yeah. and I work on people's bodies and I teach yoga. So like, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm very grounded. That's kind yeah. of the, everybody gets that, like, you're just super grounded. Yeah. Um, and that's because I'm moving my body all the time. But then there comes a time when I have to be like, no, Yes. I don't need to move my body, let yeah. it repair itself. Yeah. Um, but there still has to be movement. So I, I know that sounds kind of weird, but um, it's an ebb and flow. It's no yeah, how it's to like balance. the yang and the yin. So yeah. like I can go lift weights or yeah. or uh, do like a flow yoga class, but yes. then I need the yin. I need the qigong. Mm -hmm. I need the 
just lay there right. and maybe just move my joints a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I have a lot of injuries near my spine, mm-hmm. uh, specifically around my neck. And so um, I just try to listen to where I need to start working. I, and I think, honestly, like what I do is sharing my practice with everybody. Yes. Like I learn something and then I yes. share it with people that helped me. And yeah. I think those are the people that we connect with. Yes. Um, and the same thing goes from like my Reiki practice. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I learned a certain traditional, um, sui, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily use those practices. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like developed its own a little beginning point. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think, I, and that's actually kind of like happening a lot. And I don't know if that's the algorithm, but I kind of see a lot of people coming up, um, with different styles of energy work. Yes. And um, I, I think it's just like those people have to connect with certain kind of people. There's, yeah, you you'll know when you're around somebody. Yeah. And that's part of like the learning to be intuitive. Is you yes. know, you will absolutely want to be around this person, or yes. you absolutely do not want to be yeah. around this person. Like, yeah, I what I find interesting is um, I will find that I will specifically go through certain events and I like learn something mm-hmm. and then boom, 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 I get, like, clients and certain people that I now send, I'm like, oh, here you go. Like, it's like it was divinely orchestrated to have these, like, these, like, crapshoot moments. And it's like, why is this happening? And I feel like it almost happens, not because I'm doing anything wrong, but because it's like, okay, we need this to happen so that you have the information. Mm. And now there's going to be, like, this group of people that you now have this information for or like this energy technique or whatever. So like there's some stuff that yeah, I've been going you know, through. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Cause I, I did have a um, heavy year, like yes. heavy trauma year yeah. people. And I, it's when I started changing some of the things that mm-hmm. I do and moving energy different ways. Yes. So yeah, thank I, you for sharing that. That's, that's No, like it's, I, it's something that I've, I've kind of known with my best friend, me and her, we're like a very specific kind of soulmate where mm-hmm. like we we describe it as like a helix so like anytime we're we're wise now because we've noticed a pattern but anytime i'm going through something she's like oh wow that's rough buddy and we'll like loop back around and now she's experiencing it yeah. i'm like i have the wisdom and it yeah. goes vice versa so i thought that that was like strictly like me and her but I think we also do it outwardly to the world mm-hmm. too. And I think healers are supposed to be yeah. doing that. We may not realize that that's what's happening. We think like, oh, I just happen to have this. I think it's definitely orchestrated that way. Like you need to have the experience so that you can handle certain people. Um, and I don't know if that gives anybody any kind of peace who's watching is like, sometimes the things that we experience are not because we're doing something wrong it's because we need to have the tools in our tool belt to help people so don't think of it like why am I failing like why is this going wrong like sometimes it's the spirit is like just I know this sucks just like go through it and then like you'll have <laughs> a, a couple weeks where you feel like you're on top again and like it'll be fine but I had another like a, a close friend um I explained this to is like look you are a teacher you're like a um I got like totem pole originally like mm-hmm. you are this pole and there's everybody around you and they don't realize it but they're your students and you're the teacher 
and things keep happening to you and you keep blaming yourself and you need to realize that it's their energy crashing against you and you're meant to stand tall and strong and show them the way, these things are not happening because you're doing something wrong. A lot of spiritual people are aware of like lessons and things like mm. that karma. A lot of people watching, a lot of people in these circles, you're not doing anything wrong. You're just kind of in the way of like this tidal pool of energy because of the people that you're around, that you're supposed to be around and you're supposed to help them. Um, so if that can give anybody some peace is, you know, sometimes the things that are happening are not because you're doing something wrong, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there was something else I was going to talk about, like with energy work. I, I'm coming into some understanding about energy work, um, about understanding blocks. Um, I did make a video about this recently that I shared on my TikTok, but it's about we get told a lot, follow your gut. Um, and I'm finding that there is a layer to our energy field that is actually below our, sh our chakras mm. and that our chakra system is, is aligned to our current path and following your gut or listening to these things, sometimes it's actually a blockage and I've tried to work on it as a Reiki practitioner and it will not ease the blockage. Mm. And I was like, okay, why is that happening? Because mm -hmm. I'm stubborn and I'm mm -hmm. like, why is this happening? And what I'm feeling is it's almost like an energetic wall and it's kind of like a contract and doing Reiki on it, I think it was meant to show me something so that I could work some things out, is that you have to not listen to it and do almost the opposite. So like there will be moments energetically where you'll feel this tightening in your, in your solar plexus and you'll think it's a gut feeling it's actually an energy blockage um, surrounding like confidence or pow empowerment and you're meant to knock down that wall mm. and do different and it helps you to get onto a different timeline. Mm. So there's something below the chakra field that we know of and I'm, I'm literally just learning about this but I, I call it like your inner potential like the stem cell of Courtney, the stem cell of hope. So if you are truly meant to break down barriers, and that is something that I think that people are meant to be doing, like moving out from 2020, especially people who are healers, people who are teachers, people in this line of work, we came in specifically to knock down walls. So if you've been feeling resistance for whatever reason about like charging money for your services or speaking up about something, thinking it'll make you sound crazy, thinking that it's out of place, it's out of turn, it'll like, oh, I'm, I'm being too much. That's actually an energetic barrier that you're meant to knock down and it will help you slide into a better timeline. Um, a lot of people are meant to be knocking down walls, like mm. walls that the collective are, are residing in and we have to knock them mm -hmm. down. So um, very interesting as a practitioner because I kept working on this. I was like, why is this not moving? Mm -hmm. And it only moves because it's, it's a contract. You have to physically make the choice and mm -hmm. that's what continually keeps chipping layers down on this wall. Mm -hmm. 
um, very weird, very interesting experience. Well, I'm, I have so, like noticed lately, like mm -hmm. I, I completely believe um, all that. Mm -hmm. I've actually been experiencing some of that uh, mm -hmm. in my own career yeah. and um, always, first of all, I think we always feel like we have to have some kind of validation. That's just like the way the world is. Yeah. Society I mean, makes you think that you have to have a paper. Um, yeah. But um, I have noticed specific energy shifts mm -hmm. with either some, like during session, when somebody will speak of something mm -hmm. that connects them to their energy field. Mm -hmm. Um, like one time it was specifically about somebody who had taken a Reiki training and mm -hmm. hadn't done it in a while. And as soon as um, they started to talk about it, like her energy started to move, which mm -hmm. I thought was very interesting. Yes. Um, and then the other one was with someone who I have like a, a playlist that I use and it had like an ohm, mm. like a deeply yeah. like um, different, different sound ohms. Yeah. And the whole time like her, her was very spotty mm -hmm. and then it changed as soon as she heard those ohms yeah. and I thought that's very interesting so that really proves to me that your mind and what you're mm -hmm. thinking about during a session yes um can change what your what your energy is doing and so like specifically yes. like what you're talking mm -hmm. about you're saying it's a decision that you're making to move past something yes uh, a choice to do something different which yeah is automatically going to shift uh, yes. your because you're you're building that confidence you're building mm -hmm. that willpower um your inner son right yeah um so it's very mindful it's important to be very mindful over what we're creating here yes like the the you know when we yeah. create words create yes. and also like our thoughts create and so yes. it's like if you're already downing yourself, like if you're saying those things, yes. I won't move yeah. forward. I, why do I always, mm -hmm. this, the way you're speaking is literally putting you in those blocks. Yes. And it, there's this quieter place, there's this quieter place that you have to go to where, um, you have to listen to yourself and really ask yourself, okay, where do I feel like I'm being called to go. Mm. It's in those moments where it's like you feel paralyzed. Well, I can't say anything. I can't do anything. So I have to keep doing this for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. There's this quieter internal voice. It's underneath yeah. the energy field that I know of. It feels deeper and it will call to you and say, just do it anyway. Um, I've been trying to strengthen that and work on that. And I'm aware of it in this moment right now. I will start to feel like, oh, I shouldn't be saying that. I shouldn't mm. be saying that. And I start to feel nervous and I get the weird feeling in my gut. And then I'm like, that's wrong. Mm. That's wrong. Speak. Mm -hmm. Show up authentically. Speak. Show up authentically. Do the thing. Even mm. if, and this is a big thing that's come through in my art specifically, is a lot of things that hold us back is we feel like we have to know exactly what we're doing when we do it. And it's, the message I keep getting is create from an imperfect place. Show up over mm. and over and over again, and it creates this, over time, mm. it creates this own thing. So don't let the fact that you don't know what you're doing, um, that you don't know how it's gonna work out, that it's not gonna work out how you planned. Um, and this is kind of like a, like a, like a yin 
message, <laughs> like wisdom is like, we can enact our will on our day and not know what our day is going to look at the, at the same time. Let it come to you. So you can be doing and receiving at the same time. You can be acting out of a place of, I'm showing up to this place. I'm doing this thing because I desire to, and it will be what it needs to be at the same time. So it's this balancing of energy of like, okay, I'm going to show up and do a piece. I'm going to make it be this. Yeah. I'm going to allow <laughs> for this thing to happen and it will happen as it needs to. It's show up and allow. It's both yes. at the yeah. same time. And I think that that's like a big collective energy right now is oh, yeah. we need to do both. So like, I was talking about earlier the flipping of energies, mm -hmm. people who typically are more yang and more comfortable in their solar plexus and showing up day to day and doing things, they're being called to sit back and rest and receive and they're really tired right now. Oh, yeah. They're all so tired, they're all frustrated and like, I just wanna do this. And it's like, there's a message there about letting things come to you and then acting. Mm -hmm. And then there's people like me where I'm so used to things coming to me first and then I do it and it's like you need to go do the thing and don't have any expectations. Yeah. Let it happen. So use both of your gifts and like let it become what it needs to become. And that's that's the big message surrounding that. It's hard, especially if we're always trying to control things. Yes, and that's that's honestly like one of the densest things about Earth is we want to control everything and it cuts us off from energy and being able to really master mm. and work with energy, mm -hmm. you can have any kind of successful business, marriage, friendship, partnership, but you have to take action and allow to happen at the same mm -hmm. time. And that's not something that we're taught. Mm -mm. We're, we're not taught energy and how to be receptive and we're, we don't know how to marry the two. So if we can learn how to do both, we can live very productive yet fulfilling lives. Like we can be very nourished in the lives that we lead if we can do both at the same time. And that's kind of the benefit. Well, that is the benefit. <laughs> I, get, I heard Courtney, so that's how I know somebody's talking to me. That is the benefit. I encourage every single person to start talking to the universe or God, however you want to look at it, and talk to your spirit team. I assume most people who are watching know of these things, but if you don't, or you're for whatever reason you haven't, start talking to your guides and start asking them to show you the steps. Please help me see, feel, hear, and know this. Show me the step by step. Show me the step by step. And whenever I pray at night, um, I get like a torch which to me represents Sagittarius, which is the sign of spiritual um, advancement. It's a fire sign, but it's like spiritual wisdom. It is the spark of life. It's, it's the spark that comes from, like I see like, like the shaman, it's the flames. So whenever you say this, whenever you set this intention, look at it as like each step and look at it as a step on earth help me ground this energy out, show me step by step and let it be illuminating for me. What am I actually doing? And don't expect there to be an answer right away. Mm -hmm. Some of you might get an answer, but just do what you feel called to do and it might challenge you because there's 
several lanes of your brain. <laughs> One will say something, and there's, there's another voice that will say, what do you actually want to do? So like, for example, I was getting ready for the market that we had this past Saturday, and out of nowhere, I got, you wanna make floral bundles. You've always kinda wanted to do this, do <laughs> it. And it's expensive. So you know what, I'm gonna do it for my personal money, and I'm just gonna tackle this, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna put in the long hours to mm -hmm. make these bundles. Like I, I probably put in 70 hours last they week. They were so beautiful too. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But I, I say that as like, I had no idea how these were gonna turn out. The whole way, like even at the grocery store, I was picking out the herbs and I was like, God, I'm scared. <laughs> like I could spend all this money and they could be a complete flop. And I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter. I enjoy doing this. And I was just so caught up in like, like the, the herbs and the flowers. And like by the end of the day, like you get like that herb and like the flower oh, yeah. sap on your skin. And I was like, yes, that's beautiful. <laughs> and it was that feeling, that's really all that mattered. And then I showed up to the event and it mattered and yet it didn't because I showed up to the event after setting intentions for the day. I showed up with all my product, I showed up with my signs, and then I let go and it turned into something completely different. I ended up doing a channeled reading with one of the other people here, Cindy, and it turned into something else and Spirit gave me a huge message that I can now carry forward. Mm -hmm. It's not that any of the stuff that I did wasn't wasn't something I was supposed to do. It's like ebb and flow, let it be, mm -hmm. let it be. Everything that I did allowed me to show up in the exact energy that I needed to be. And mm -hmm. then I stepped away from it and I did a channeled session with somebody else. So I give that as an example of what that may look like for, for people. When you set those intentions, don't Learn how to be receptive and don't feel like you have to force things. You will feel called to do what your heart calls you to do mm -hmm. and then let go of the expectation. It's the joy that you got out of doing it that was important and let you show up and like, you know, I'm going to this event, I'm doing this and I don't care if the results are, you know, mm -hmm. that I'll make money. It's just, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think a, a lot of people um, are in um, are doing some type of work mm -hmm. or um, involved in some type of contract with something that mm -hmm. they feel is really not feeding their soul. Yes. And this is where this kind of message is is pertinent to, to hear mm -hmm. is that um, and, and actually teach a lot in yoga is like, don't have any expectations because you're just yeah. going to set yourself up for being disappointed yeah. and the allowing is hard because we're taught to do these certain things like from childhood we're taught to have a way to do things and yeah. when we start to pull away from those traditions those routines those um pre um, preconceived notions yeah of like whatever yeah. that whatever society is trying to teach you whatever your people that you mm -hmm. live around are trying to teach you it just starts to feel uh like you're out of place yes and you're trying to figure out what that is or like you're failing 
and you Oreo, might not yeah, you one. might not be failing at all like you may literally just need a perspective shift and realize like oh my god I'm not failing at all I'm actually doing an amazing job and I'm doing important work literally just yeah. doing what I'm doing I just I'm refusing to allow myself to see yeah. that what I'm doing don't look for exterior yeah. like or yeah. external validation either because yeah. it's, it's not that's not the, yeah. what feeds you and I think like through through our phones and through social media yeah. we're you know we're scrolling sure. and we see all these things and you yes. know that's important to to think about too is like what are you feeding yourself with because then you're basically putting you're inserting those things yes. into your mindset so yeah be mindful of that too like yeah. you talked about going to this quiet place and a lot of people that I deal with are like, I try, I try, I try, I do, mm -hmm. I do, all this stuff, and then, but nothing. I yeah. still don't know. And I'm like, but are you, you're asking, but you're not yeah. listening. You're not yes. actually listening, like putting yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think those are those forced resets that a lot of people are yes. dealing with right now. Those yeah. divorces, getting career sick. changes, <laughs> getting sick. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I like literally, uh, had all my vehicles break down at once. Mm, yeah. And what, what does that tell me? Like, you're not meant to go anywhere. Like yeah. you need to stay put and just, you know, yeah. do the work. And so, yeah. um, a lot of people would have been thinking that, you know, like nothing can go right. And an earlier version of myself was exactly that. I would have had that victim mindset, but because yeah. like I had positioned myself in a way that, um, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, and so perspective is big. Yeah. Um, sure. Let's talk about um, your art. I want you to oh, yes. kind of show. So this is actually perfect about allowing. Anybody that's like wanting to practice allowing, take up watercolor. Because <laughs> watercolor is unforgiving, as I like to say. But water is a beautiful channel. So if you take up watercolor or gouache, gouache is also a watercolor, uh, water-based medium, you can access the subconscious through watercolor. And I really highly suggest you just put blobs of paint down or just automatically paint. And at the end of it, when you step away, look at it and try and read it. So this is one of my pieces and I can like bring yeah, it Yeah, go, go closer. This is one of my pieces. This is an energy portrait. And I was not feeling very good this day and I sat down to paint. And this piece, I didn't understand what it was about. I knew that there were angels around me, knew that there was angel energy around me. But what I ended up painting was my own auric field. So like I have a violet auric field mm -hmm. and I do have some gold, but what I was being shown and what I was channeling was this is the noise of my auric field. There was a lot of trauma and these bars are from Michael and my guides as well. And I think this is just like the energy imprint of being protected. So like, I'll show that again. So like this in the middle is my energy field. So this is my aura. The bars are the divine protection and that noise is just the noise that was in my auric field. And when I sat down, I was literally just laying down color. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, most, if not all of my work is channeled. And I, I really do try to be one of those artists 
that sits down and I'm like, I'm going to do a dog. <laughs> and like, that's just not Never. how I work. It's my work is like, it's almost like a live and it is channeled. And there was actually a time I'm kind of trying to get over this right now um, where I was afraid to sit down and do work because I kept channeling things that I did not want to happen. And I was like very afraid to sit down and work on are stuff. Are these all watercolor? These are all watercolor. Well, this is gouache. So gouache is a, it's a water-based medium. It's like watercolor, but it's got the gift of acrylic where it will, it's more opaque. Okay. So it's more forgiving in that sense. So this one is called Cycle Breaker. And this one to me is very special. And I want to read the thing on the back because this is what this piece is about. It's the Greek symbol of the Ouroboros depicts a snake eating its own tail for eternity. The common understanding of this symbol is of eternity in itself, when in fact it is eternal suffering at one's own hand. However, if you can recognize the suffering you cause yourself, you can break free. There is no guilt. There is no shame. If you've been eating your own tail for a long time, grant yourself rest and compassion. Compassion is what frees you. And whenever I did this piece, I wanted the snake and the Ouroboros to be there and instead of having the snake be depicted as it always is in, in sim symbolism and stuff, we always see the snake as like evil. I wanted to acknowledge the snake as a divine being and I wanted the snake to have rest too. So I, the snake is green, which is like heart chakra and I made sure to point out the fact that this snake has a crown chakra. The snake is a divine being. It is a being of this planet and it deserves rest. So I have it resting on her head. I did not want to depict the snake as evil or for there to be like depictions of blood or anything. I felt like the snake did deserve to have redemption. Um, and the whole piece is mainly in green. It's about freeing yourself and allowing you to have rest. Everyone who does this work goes through a time where they do shadow work and they mm -hmm. think about times in their life, you don't need to worry about things that you've done in the past. Look at it with grace and move forward from it. It's the guilt and the shame that holds you in that place and keeps you from moving on. The guilt and the shame you think is what is, is, is the tool saving you from being the monster and it's actually keeping you stuck. So this piece is very important to me. I love this piece. Um, it was Reiki charged. A lot of my pieces that I do, I, I Reiki charge mm. it. And it's a way for me to transmute the energy, but also for it to be the best of what it can be to, mm -hmm. to show the message. Yeah. Um, this one is, was done in Procreate, so this is digital. It's called Psychic Snot. And this is kind of what I was talking about, about having um, a lot of energy in your energetic field. You'll start to pick up on residual energy and it will manifest as like psychosis-like symptoms. And it's not, it's you're, you're psychically congested basically. And a lot more people deal with that than they realize. So um, I highly recommend that if there are people who have like, um, untreatable depression, anxiety, uh, trauma, um, give energy work a go and stick with it. If things come up, 
it's coming up to be purged, keep going with it and do not let people get in the way and tell you that you're just sick. You just just stick with the regimen, stay here. It's actually keeping you down. Yeah, and if you don't, if you've never experienced that, mm-hmm. also recommend like just calling and talking to the practitioner because yeah, sometimes you have to sift, and that's yeah. I'm say, I say that very kindly. Um, yeah. You know, everybody has people that they work with. Um, mm-hmm. Just be an educated consumer, and that's in yeah. all the things that you do in in, yeah. in your life, and that you bring to your yeah. to your energy, to your body, yeah, in your life. Like, and this any kind of energy work will help, but there are, there are certain people who are equipped with tools that can help you specifically. So if you're going through something and you're not finding answers, ask spirit to align you with what's going to help and trust that somehow, some way that that is going to happen. Um, Some of my experiences have been as a healer, the thing that I'm supposed to do is I'm supposed to be a healer and a teacher, I'm supposed to speak and that's been a major block in my life and so my my thing is I've gone to a lot of healers and I didn't realize it at the time, but I was supposed to sit up and tell them, Hey, you actually need to up level because you're not in the place where you need to be, to be able to see the issue going on. And I always felt guilt and shame for doing that. And I've realized now at this point that I was meant to tell them, Hey, here's a doorway to understand Mm -hmm. this a little bit better. Um, So I mean to say that sometimes if you come into, if you ask spirit for help and you come into a situation and you're like, well, that didn't help at all. I'm more frustrated. Look at it and ask if there's actually something that you're meant to add to the situation. Because sometimes that's what it is, is that you're supposed to add something to the situation you are missing from the world. And because you've been absent, nobody has the tools you have the tools and it's unfortunately in those frustrating moments that you recognize like oh this is what I'm here to do and I can share this with other people so if that is something that you have experienced or that you do experience sit with it and ask spirit to kind of reveal what is it what is it that I'm missing here why am I so frustrated I know I don't deserve this I know I don't deserve to be feeling like this and what I was shown is you always feel better when you talk. Talk about it and explain. And um, there's probably something that you are meant to add to situations. And I was shown that in several sessions. <laughs> I was going to show this. This is also done in Procreate. It's also channeled and also... This one is a little more dark. It's kind of a sister piece to Cycle Breaker. I feel like it's necessary in spirituality for us to also talk about the darkness too mm. um so yeah complete yeah cycle you, can, breaker. you can definitely feel the the change yeah and this one is called overwhelmed by the cosmic zipper and <laughs> the cosmic zipper is this has a lot to do with me being very uncomfortable with a lot of my abilities opening up and being very overwhelmed with the amount of information I was getting from the world and people. And it just like, just (laughs) causing me complete exhaustion. And 
there wasn't really anybody that I could talk to about this stuff, so I had to kind of figure it out myself, and this period of time was just me almost wanting to, like, separate myself from my ability to hear things and experience spirit on that level. Um, I have some stories I could tell about that that are, like, very mm -hmm. strange, but, yeah. I love how you can express through that, too. Um, Thank you. Thank you. They're all, like, really beautiful. She does sell these. Um, are you online, too, selling them? Yes. So I have a website. Um, my website is 12th House Visions. I have it. So I have a Facebook. I have an Instagram. We can try to link that somewhere. But I do sell all my prints. I also sell originals, too. Um, and I have more stuff than this. It just brought a couple of examples. But, yeah. 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 I I'm, I love art too, so um, I that piece over there is like in a collaborative. I love piece. that piece. <laughs> that piece is really cool. And um, it's funny because I was going through this period of time when like I was like this opening's happening, but yes. I mean if you see the original version of it, that that piece has been done like three different times, so. Um, that's how it works that yeah, it unfolds yeah it yeah. really has unfolded and mm -hmm. like I had people that were helping me like on this journey with the studio and everything kind of start it yeah. and then I couldn't get the eyes done until I had some clarity moments and I thought that was pretty interesting like yes. I kind of sat on it and mm -hmm. that, honestly that's how like a lot of my most favorite pieces happen sometimes I can just do like the third eye came out very yes. like quickly I was like, yeah. oh, that just, I did that, and mm -hmm. I, I finally was like, I need to get these eyes on to make this face look right, you yeah. know? And um, I was just like, so the past couple of days I've been sitting with it. I, I love that about art. Like, it's yes. uh, it's not just meditative, um, but it helps you to express, yes. and, um, you know, it doesn't have to be something that people buy either. Like, yeah. I, I like having other people's artwork, mm -hmm. especially... Um, pieces that are meaningful to me mm -hmm. and that are really called to me because they mean something and I think that's what art is really yes um an extension of maybe something that you're feeling at the time yes. um but and uh, you know I've done art for probably about just as many years as I've done all the spiritual yeah. journey like it seems like that opened up that part of me yeah it would it, it looks like you access like your yin side through your art like yeah. you have to wait you yeah. have to wait, I'm going to do this, wait, let it come to you, okay. Like, it, it helps you tap into that, like, receiving energy. Mm -hmm. So that is interesting that you started doing that around the time that you started doing this as almost like yeah. a countermeasure to, like, okay, learn how to let this happen, let this <laughs> fun process. But that is honestly how yeah. it happens. It happens in layers. Yeah. Like, you get it down, and then you're like, okay. And that kind of goes back to that, like, creating from an imperfect place. Mm -hmm. It's like, show up and do it, and then do it again, and do it again. And then suddenly it becomes something that you didn't realize you were capable of doing yeah. or that you could have ever envisioned because it's, it needed, it's alive. It needed to... Yeah, organic. That's it, the word it, yeah. that kept coming up. It's like, organic. Even in, like, this Reiki work. Yeah, it's, it needs to happen and become. It needs, it's, it's, it's like a person. You're mm. birthing something, so it has to, like, develop. Um, so that's really interesting that you also have that experience. Um, yeah. Well, and when I seen your artwork too, I was like, because one of the things I've been wanting to step into mm -hmm. is 
because I see a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in session. Yeah. And I, I, there's just not words yeah. that can. Yes. And, you know, I, I almost wish I had like this camera I know. I know. that I could just like click, click. And so I, I try to pick out the things that are, cause I mean, some of them are like, uh, a Salvador Dali, like yeah, very surreal very, and, it, and it, it's moving and shifting yes. and, or like some mushroom trip or something yes. like it's very like organic. Yeah. And I think that until I like actually did mushrooms, mm-hmm. did I not, did I realize like this is, that's what it was. Yeah. And you said something earlier where you're like, you got to put, put your feet down and like ground it out th- yeah. when I when I originally uh, first did mushrooms I was like the very first thing that I kind of oh, tr- put yeah. me into that I was like oh my god I feel like I just I'm so grounded right yes. now yes yes um but uh as far as like art goes um yeah that's an uh, that's a whole we could have a whole yes podcast absolutely about that. absolutely yeah yeah that I mean truly I mean <laughs> I I think that you know, for me, I mean, so as a person, just in general, comparing myself to the outside world, especially as an artist in the art world, if you make it as an artist, a lot of people, they do it out of commission or they get into graphic design work and it's like, I need this and I'm going to tell you and then you produce this result. Yeah. And I compare myself a lot of the time, but I don't work like that because I don't, my artwork is organic it becomes something else so if I were to do commission work or something I would have to be like look you can give me a prompt but it's gonna be what it's gonna be yeah I can't I can't guarantee you that it's gonna look a certain way it's going to be what it needs to be um and it may take longer than you think because sometimes the energy that you're tuning into has to process over Mm. like months to years and so sometimes you'll like revisit a piece over and over and then you realize you've actually been painting the same piece because it's an energy that you're in oh yeah that's a good way to look at it yeah like now I can see that in yours yes too. it's the same energy and you're like fleshing out and understanding it like last night I was working on a piece on the phone with my friend and it was about potential energy and I was like and I kept looking up at the wall and there's this other piece that I'm doing and I I don't know I don't have my phone on me but it's a piece that I started when I wasn't feeling very good and I was like all I kept getting I was like looking into the void and so I just started putting black on canvas and then almost as like an initiation or something I realized that the void is just pure potential energy so it has become something, but it's slowly becoming something. And it, it has started out ugly, and then I keep painting over it, and it just becomes more and more and more. And that's where that advice came from. You can create from an imperfect place. So you start with nothing, mm-hmm. and you slowly build. And last night when I was working on that piece, I realized that I was just doing another iteration of the one on the wall, and I could just finish that one. Mm-hmm. And I, I realized I was like, this really is how it always is though like just like as souls and in our lives it's very easy for us to look at how like ugly it is but it's just not done and so Mm -hmm. we would want to quit and I feel like that can be translated to business that can be translated to relationships a lot of people will like cut a relationship off 
not realizing how much potential there is there for it to grow into something like honestly that that energy that potential that is like it could be its own like tarot card it applies (laughs) to so many things it's like let it be and you'll know when you're done with it and you can literally take it as far as you want and it can be as magnificent as you want or you could just kick a hole in it and put it in the trash i mean yeah yeah so many times um like the the business thing that you just said yeah. was like right on point mm-hmm. because I've had so many different cycles of that. And yeah. I actually like most recently it's been like, okay, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be. Well, I, I, I feel like I've done different versions yeah. of it in different places. And I actually mm-hmm. had a reading with Cindy too, Oh yeah, a business reading. And she, she was like, Oh yeah, it's, you know, it's not the space you're in. It's that you are the space. Yes. And that really hit home. And I was like, Oh, okay. Because it, it's like that. Everybody, everywhere I go, it's like, mm-hmm. everybody's like, oh, this is so, I, this energy feels so good. And it's because that's just what I work on creating yes. there, yes. right? And so um, it, we're talking about, like, relationships and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I, I do believe there are times, and this comes through shadow work and, mm-hmm. and personal self-discovery, that you get to a point where you're like, I'm done mm-hmm. because I'm not accepting that kind of energy yeah. anymore. yes. And yes. the same thing goes for work, like yes. whatever thing you're dealing with. Yeah. Um, but uh, there is also a space there for growth. Yes. Um, and I don't know how many times I've had sat down with somebody and it's like, oh, I didn't look at it from that perspective because I was tied up in the emotion of the thing. Yes. Yeah. And so sometimes it takes that quiet, like getting away from mm-hmm. the situation, the pa- the pause. I talk about the pause all the time. Yeah. Like you're, you have to pause because the emotions will make yeah. you do things that you don't mean. Yes. It'll make you take actions that are yes. fed from another place. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you just have to like. Yeah. suck it back up and just yeah. take a walk or take a breath or whatever it is in any situation. Yeah. It can be very frustrating to know which is which. Is it is it a cycle that I'm tied up in or is this something I actually want to entangle myself with and, and learn from? And I kind of have an example with my art. Um, there was this piece that I was doing and I wanted it to be so much different. It just wasn't turning out as masterfully as I wanted it to. And I had, I, it just, it triggered something in me and I just like lost it on this piece. I ended up destroying it. <laughs> and I feel so sad now over the loss of that painting. Even if I had never touched it again, it was still beautiful. And so I kind of look at things in that way. Like, is this worth destroying? Is this something that is beautiful enough that I would want to cherish it and nurture it? And would I want to fight with this person about, or do I want to fight with my business about it? Do, would I actually be sad over the loss of this thing, or am I okay with this leaving? You know, if you really put it that way, is this beautiful enough for me to fight for? Mm-hmm. And if you go look at it in that way, and when it comes to relationships, you got to make sure the other person is also in the same, same headspace. Um, but, you know, in anything that you do, whether it's something that's for you or not, there's going to be conflict. So it's like, which conflict, which ugly do I want? Yeah. Which do I want to choose? And I think that's really all that it boils down to is what do I choose 
to fight for at the end of the day and what is it that I'm actually fighting for. Um, so that can be a big distinction, but it can be very frustrating in the moment to know which is which. <laughs> but yeah. I, I always come back to that painting. I should have never destroyed that I, painting. I feel like we should change fighting to how much energy you're putting into something. Yeah. Um, because it can feel, it can feel like a fight, but yeah. it can also feel like you're just not, and I've been in this position many times where yeah. I was the one putting all the energy in, yeah. and sometimes people just don't realize that, yeah. too. Like, you're, you're, like I said, it's perspective, so yeah. communication is big, um, but also knowing, yes. knowing what you need, yes. like... Yeah, and am so, I being fed? And that's why that's why taking that step mm -hmm. back is like sometimes maybe you're creating the own the situation. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm I I remember a situation where I was like at a job, and I've done this before, and it made me think about when I'd done it previously. Mm -hmm. But I knew a, a person that was working a position that I had done previously. Yeah, and some stuff had happened, and she was. Um, creating the situation like the people that I had worked with were all the same and when she came into it mm. she was butting heads with several people yeah. and um that it, the energy was that she didn't want to be at that job anymore yeah and she was trying to make a reason to leave does that make sense yeah so like even in relationships yeah. we might make a reason to leave you you're gonna look for the problems yeah. and not focus on what you should yeah. be putting in positively into yeah. it you know like I said there's always a time and a place yeah but like I think that pause coming back and, and getting quiet with yourself and really finding yeah. out like what you're talking about what do you want to build and what do you yeah. want to to let go of it's it is also interesting too so like word choice is always important i think it's interesting because i think for some people fight would be the wrong word because fight would mean like violence or for a lot of people they're already Struggle. yeah they're already in the energy of i fight for everything <laughs> right and then there's people like me where i have had issues with conflict in the past so it would be easier for me to just slip away and you know, avoid the issue. Mm. So for me, there was something that I learned. Um, I used to work with the, the goddess Freya. She's a Norse goddess of love and war, uh, among many things. But it's interesting that she's a goddess of love and war. And something that she taught me whenever I was going through a spiritual battle, she was like, you can fight with love in your heart. Mm -hmm. And for me, whenever I say fight, I mean... I, I literally mean fight, but that word is useful for me. And for, for certain people, fight is the wrong word. They might need to surrender. Yeah. They might need to surrender. They might need to let go. So know yourself. Which person are you? Are you always fighting? And there are things that I put energy into that I need to not put energy into. But for me, it's been about how do I want to fight for myself because something I've struggled with is, is depression and um, feeling at a loss for how to make sense of my life because I feel like there's a lot of bullshit in our in our everyday life that okay. we're asked to to deal with like, yeah. like the tax system and um, hierarchies and like just just the knowledge that people will see me differently because I'm a small woman that looks young 
and I have to fight for people to see me not that way. And what fighting looks like for me is choosing to sit up, choosing to come to come here and talk and to feel like I have the right to me. It, to other people, this doesn't look like fighting. To me, this is fighting. Yeah. So for me, it's... It, Just showing like, up. Show yeah, up. showing up. It's, it's like I'm going to war for myself. And it, it's not about violence. But for other people, the name of the game is going to be surrender. How do I surrender to this situation? It's, it's interesting. And that goes back to the yin and yang thing. What is yeah. it? How do you balance your energy out? For mm. me, I'm always so so soft and I just go with things and I'm <laughs> like you know come on come on sometimes fight. yeah sometimes yeah. it does uh, yeah. uh, take setting boundaries yeah like strong boundaries yeah. but nothing that's like yeah hard but soft at the same yeah. time or like something I've noticed in my relationships is part of my contract is here to speak so I've been put in a lot of situations with people that ultimately I am here to be with long term mm -hmm. But people who are very, they have a very um, big presence, or I respect them very much or whatever, and they have very different opinions, and I have to choose to show up and say, no, you're <laughs> wrong. And they won't see it for a long time, I have noticed. And I have to keep showing up and saying, I love you so much, but you're wrong. <laughs> I love you so much, but I don't agree with you, this, this, and this. And then years later, like, Courtney, you know what? I think I think I was wrong about that, and I'm really sorry. And it's like me choosing to show up and say over and over, or choosing to be the person that I was, out and proud or whatever. That has made the difference. So, but I was meant to do those things with those people. If I didn't, then I would just be a wallflower, and those people mm -hmm. would have never grown. So it's kind of part of that or it too. It made you grow, like yeah, it made me grow. And also in confidence it or deepened our relationship because now when I have these discussions with these people, it's not about fighting, but because I did show up to that conflict, now we discuss. So it's like showing up so that the energy can be smooth. So it can be both. It can, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. So you talked, you talked about Reiki, we talked about art. Is there anything else that you want to tell the world about what you do or what you're trying to put out there? Um, I really, I, well, if anybody is looking for help, um, I have specific skill set in working with psychic energy. So if anybody's trying to up level or come into their gifts, I can help you. I can help you connect with your guides. Um, and I'm really good at feeling out energy and helping people find timelines that they might find more preferable. Um, the kind of healing I do is very in-depth. So if you're looking for anything in that vein or you feel called to, I'm here. Um, putting the message out there, really wanna help. I, I wanna help a lot of people. <laughs> but um, if you're looking for working with energy, learning Reiki, learning how to work with psychic energy, anything of that sort, I'm here. And I'm pretty adept at, at working with <laughs> with that. So, yeah. On all the all the social medias? Yeah, so I have Facebook. I have Instagram. I have TikTok. My Facebook and my TikTok are 12th House Visions. My Instagram is Firecrone, which we can link. Um, 
but yeah, you can find me on there. And once you find my social media platform, it will have my link tree and then you can find everything. Um, or you can just go to my website, 12thhousevisions.com and yeah. it has my art, my booking sessions, everything. Yeah. All right. Any yeah. final messages, like anything that needs to be said? My guides, anybody? We said a lot. Yeah, we did talk about a lot. Um, they have, they're, they're saying to me, you can just outright talk about client sessions. I'm, I'm very afraid about, I don't want to, um, I like to keep certain people's privacy. I never talk about like um, who people are and specifically, but there's specific case studies that I want to talk about and I, I tend to kind of water it down. So they're like, so maybe you could be a little bolder in that respect. <laughs> Just show up and say what you mean. So they're, they're, they're giving me that. Um, but other than that, um, did you have any questions? Um, no. I like. I think once we switched over to the IG, because it was feeling kind of... It, it was feeling... Somebody sad. on there needed to hear what, what yeah. was said. Um, and like I said, I always have... Yeah electric issues uh just being an energy worker do you have are you okay first of all do you have a cancer placements and do you have aquarius placements i don't know it would be interesting i haven't haven't, uh dived into that might be something to look into not because it's like hugely important but it it might just be like oh that's why that is like oh no yeah no, yeah. I I haven't actually recently you and another person has come like into my mm-hmm. circle who like actually know astrology mm-hmm. stuff so I'm wondering if that's something that Yeah. Actually to be honest like some I had another lady she's still a friend but she's mm-hmm. been doing taking care of personal stuff. Mm-hmm. She's deep into the Vedic Oh yeah. astrology yeah. um and I have been trying to figure out like I, I'm in that like learning phase. So I'm trying to find like that next thing that I need to. Yeah. I, I like I do rest, learn. Yeah. Yeah. And then I do action. Uh, teach. Teach. Or, yeah. Yeah. Do. yeah. And so like I'm really coming into that. Like you're talking about resting. I'm like yeah. I just I'm tired. I I want to rest. I've done. I feel like I've worked a long time on people's bodies and yeah in session with people which I love um yeah. and it always seems to become more private but I'm also great with group stuff yeah. so um yeah I don't know maybe something I don't know well I'm trying maybe to maybe I can give you an, like a nail chart reading yeah that would be that would be cool I could do I could do a nail chart reading I also I can do astrology readings I haven't put it on my website but I can do that as well and I do it from the lens of contracts and things like that and try to help people like, hey, this is an energy here. It doesn't have to be that way. Maybe try and do it like this. It, it really just kind of explains an energy that's present, but you can do what you want with it. Yeah. Like you can work with it masterfully, but it can kind of give you some insight into why you, like there's certain blocks in certain areas 
Um, but yeah, I can do that too. Yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah. like, I'm, and that's why I like, I love doing this. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've initially started this because I just wanted to meet people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to meet people, want to talk to people, wanted uh, others to know about you guys. But, yes. um, you know, it's kind of a selfish journey, but like, even with my yoga practice mm-hmm. and my Reiki, it's all about me, like going through my stuff and, and it can feel selfish, but it's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know it feels selfish. I understand, but it's like you're you're showing up and doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You're embodying yeah. who you are, and those there's people that really need that. There's people that really yeah. Because like every time I step away, it seems like they keep pulling me back. In. Yeah, people need like, you. So like that's yeah. not selfish. You're just no. you're just doing I'm what like, you're supposed to do. I need a break, please. Yeah. Give me a break. So yeah, that's why I think this is about like the podcast is. Yes. This is this has the ability to do stuff while this doesn't have to do stuff. Yeah, it's, it's talking and honestly community is a huge thing that people need right now. I think especially like people like you and me or like mm. people that are trying to get there. Um, like we have our clients. There's like clients and then there's people that are doing the kind of work that we're doing and they also are clients. Yeah, that is shifts. But they need the community. Yes. They need the space because we're alone and it makes us start to feel a little cabin fevery yeah. like by ourselves. So, I was actually thinking of having like like live um, like live meetups or something. Oh yeah. And it would probably be free to just meet up and we talk about stuff. So, like I had the thought to do that. So, like you would be welcome to join. Yeah. Anybody would be welcome to come. So stay tuned for that. Um, I do most of my sessions are virtual sessions. I've been kind of entertaining doing like a physical space, but I don't know how that's gonna happen yet. I don't know how that's gonna happen yet. So I'm just being called to say that physically yeah um, i might be able to do house calls because i do have a massage table but my work can be whatever it needs to be so if people need help i i love that do that yeah i love that because that leaves it open for yes whatever yes. and i honestly feel like that's how it kind of needs to be yeah if, if you show up and you're like okay well this is acupuncture and then it's just acupuncture oh my god yeah. Every time I've had acupuncture, it's been a completely different experience. Really? And the same thing with Reiki. Like, yeah. I that whole expectation thing just needs to be thrown out the window. Mm-hmm. Like, go there. Yeah. And and like, if you do, and you just feel like nothing's happening, maybe you just needed that quiet. Or if you yes. fall asleep, yeah. you just needed the rest. Like, don't yeah. take it as like nothing happened or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like. And sometimes it it like can act as like a little trigger switch that will happen later. So you may not feel anything in that moment, but it will trigger something. Divine timing is so weird. Divine synchronicity is so weird. You never know how something will impact other things down the road and you'll realize down the road, like, oh, that actually wasn't nothing. So still do it, still show up. Even if you feel mm-hmm. like it, nothing happened, It something did happen. Oftentimes things are happening subconsciously or behind the veil, under under the table. Behind the veil. Yeah, behind the veil. <laughs> but um, everything's always working out to make things happen. So you never know. You yeah. never know. 
Yeah. Well, thank you for being here thank today. You for it was a great me. conversation. Yes, I was very nervous. I was like, what are we going <laughs> to talk about? I don't know. I was like kind of rehearsing. But oh, I don't like I don't like that model. Yeah, I know. I was like, let it be organic, but also. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, thank you for having me. Like honestly, this is amazing, and I did not foresee this happening at all. So that's amazing, and I really look forward to like. Yeah. Hopefully, looking back at the video and yeah. seeing. But if yeah. you guys got questions, like post them yeah. below, or you know, you want want to contact her. Yes. I'll, this is a live video, so I'll put what I can on it, and then there's also going to be the podcast yes. um, coming up. So, until next time, be yes. love. Thank you so Namaste. much. Bye. Thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Your support will help me to continue this work. Until next time, be love and namaste.